Welcome to the Indie Experts Podcast, where we're unlocking all the secrets you need to know about writing, producing and publishing non-fiction books that really work hard for authors. Join Dixie and Anne as they help you navigate all the tricks, traps and the majestic tapestry of storytelling as a means of sharing your expertise to your market. Well, firstly, congratulations on getting to this stage of your writing journey and the program. You are now looking at the editing and what is involved. And for many of us, this can ignite either a little bit of fear or a lot of terror. And I can completely get that. When I finished my manuscript, my first manuscript, and handed it over to my editor, I was terrified. I was terrified about what they were going to say and how, you know, the critique that they were going to give to my manuscript. But I just want you to be rest assured that that is not the role of an editor. They are not here to criticise you or to critique your manuscript. What they are here for is to ensure that you produce the best book that you can. They are here to give you some ideas if you are missing points, some things that the reader won't understand like jargon or industry talk or sometimes our work can be a little dry and you might just need a story or a case study. That is what the editor's role is. So let's get into the different parts of editing. There isn't just one style of editing, there are several. So first of all, you've finished your manuscript. And what is next is a really good self-edit. But before you do that, I have one tip. Take a little bit of a break. You might have spent weeks, probably months, working on your manuscript and you've probably sick to death of looking at it. Most authors are, they're sick to death of seeing what they've written. So take, I generally say two weeks off. Don't look at it, don't think about it. Just take a break. And then after that, put some time aside, not huge, you know, six hour blocks, a few hours here and there, but consistently over a week and go over your manuscript and do a self-edit. You'll be amazed at what you pick up because you've taken that time away from it. And you might also, you know, think about, have I written this with the reader in mind? Have I used too much industry jargon? Do I need to explain a few things? Just have those thoughts front and centre of your mind. And now, once you've done that, you're ready to hand it over to a professional. A lot of people will question why they need to work with an editor. You know, their mother's an English teacher. They got an A in grammar. Their husband can pick a spelling mistake from a mile away. Why? Well, let me tell you, it can be really, really hard to edit your own work. As I said before, you know, we miss things when we're reading things. You know, you'll be amazed at how many times you can read something and you will miss the same mistake over and over because that's what our brain does. And editing isn't just about putting in a comma or fixing a, fixing a spelling mistake. As you'll learn, there is a lot more to it. So we've done the self-edit and then we're handing it off. What can come next will really depend on how you have planned your manuscript. If you go back to the beginning of the training, we talked about planning your manuscript, looking at your why, looking at what your reader needed. So if you have done all these, you should shouldn't need a really heavy edit. But what can happen is you might need a structural edit. 
In this structural edit looks at the big picture of the manuscript. It will look at the flow and how your story flows from one thing to another, how if you've missed things out, because when you're writing something, something can be really just obvious to you, but that's not going to be obvious to your reader. So we can miss something out. And an editor's job is to tell you, they don't, you know, this is missing, this isn't clear. You might, um, a chapter might be better off in another spot or a section might be better off at the beginning of a chapter or the end of a chapter. Things might be dry and you need a case study or a story. Those sorts of things. That's what a structural editor, editor does. They don't necessarily at this stage look at your grammar and your punctuation. That's for later on. So if you've done a really good planning and worked on the structure of your book, hopefully you won't need a good structural edit because this will save you a lot of time and money if you have done the planning stages. So if you haven't, I really suggest that you go back and look at the planning stage and make sure that you've done some of those things we talked about earlier. So after the structural edit, what comes is a copy edit and it is pretty much exactly what it says. It looks at your copy. It will check spelling, grammar, tense, whether or not, I mean, we all do it. We'll start in past tense, we'll go into future, you know, just making sure all of those things are consistent. You will have consistent spelling. I mean, how many times do you read something and, you know, in Australia we use the British English and you'll go into American spelling. It just makes sure it's consistent. And it's a good idea when working with an editor to tell them, who, you know, where are your readers? You know, if they're all in Australian, you go with Australian spelling. But if you're aiming for a US audience, well, then you'll use US spelling. Because believe me, um, it can make a difference to the US reader if they don't, you know, if they think that you've spelt everything incorrectly. So in a nutshell, the copy edit looks at your spelling, your grammar, your consistency, your consistency of spelling. Uh, it will also look at if you've got referencing, that you've referenced all um, your points the same, is that you're sort of using endnotes or footnotes, um, or all of the nuts and bolts of your writing, things that you know your reader will pick up on and it will make your manuscript flow a lot better. You know, your sentence structure will flow. They will add words, delete words. You might have a tendency to love one particular word and you don't even notice it when you're writing. But, you know, your editor is going to, you know, underline. You might use love, 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 love or something, you know, some other word and it just, you know, they will substitute other words to replace those. So you just don't use the same word all the time. A good copy editor makes sure that your manuscript flows and reads really well. That's it in a nutshell, really. It makes the reader experience easy. It makes the reader experience one that they don't even think about. It's not jarring, it just flows. And a good copy editor will work their magic on your manuscript without you feeling any any pain or criticism it's just about making your words flow the third stage of editing is working with somebody else called a proofreader 
Now, the reason that we often suggest having a fresh set of eyes is your editor, like you, will read the same mistake over and over again. You know, if they have read your manuscript two or three times, then chances are they will miss that one small spelling mistake or they will miss that one word that's missing because you know, their brain works exactly the same as your brain does. So a fresh set of eyes just picks up all those tiny little things. You know, there'll be nothing major, um, especially if you've worked with a good editor, that your proofreader will pick up. But it's just those small things. So we always suggest a fresh set of eyes. And in this case, you know, it can be your mother that's the English teacher or your husband or someone. But, you know, usually we like to work with a professional proofreader. So once again, it makes sure that that reader experience is seamless. That is something that they don't even think about. And if you're writing a business book, then that is the most important thing. You need to be professional and you need your book to actually reflect who you are and the service that you're offering. And hence, that is why we always recommend a professional editor. And one last thing on um, if you're actually still questioning why use an editor, I'm just going to share a little story about um, authors that I work with in the traditional publishing sphere. Now we work with some really big name authors, the Matthew Riley's, the Matthew Condon's, Di Morrissey's of the world. And let me tell you, when we work with their editors, you'd be surprised with the back and forth that goes on. And these are people that write for a full-time living. They do this day in, day out, and they see the value of working with an editor. So as a first-time author, I really can't strongly recommend to you enough that you will get 10 times the amount of money that you will spend worth on working with an editor. It really, I can't recommend it highly enough. So hopefully I've convinced you um, to at least think about working with an editor and some of the things that are involved with the editing process. Well, that's one more flag on the map clearly identified. For extra author resources to make your journey even more enjoyable and stress-free, visit www.indieexperts.com.au. You can locate us on all our social media platforms by just searching for Indie Experts. Join Dixie and Anne next time for more navigating the journey of sharing expertise through publishing books that work harder.